precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thanks, Lord. We give you thanks. Amen. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We are so grateful. We are so, so grateful for all that you have done. We give you thanks. 
for all that you have done. In 1 Thessalonians verse 5 verse 7, the Bible says, Therefore we should give him thanks. Oh, always. For he knows what is best for us in Christ Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, we give you thanks. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome you again to this morning's service. Amen. It's promised to be a very wonderful service. Amen. Amen. Last month, getting into this month, we've been studying on faith. Amen. Amen. I taught us about faith, what faith is. Uh, we spoke about the fact that faith is a spirit. We spoke about the fact that faith is a walk. From faith, we, we went to um, the measures of faith. We spoke about little faith, weak faith, great faith, strong faith, the types of faith we can have. We, we, we got to realize about how we can also release our faith. In releasing our faith in a more excellent sacrifice, in releasing our faith as a woman's courage, in releasing our faith in so many ways. But today I want to conclude this wonderful series of faith with something I've entitled, The Weapons of Victory. The Weapons of Victory. The Weapons of Victory. As we bring our message series on faith to an end, we want to look at the weapons of victory. The weapons of victory. Why the weapons of victory? Because... When we get to know what faith is, and we get to know how faith operates, and we get to understand how to release our faith, it positions us for victory. Are you hearing me? So now, knowing that faith can also be a weapon for victory, we want to go deeper into the main weapons of victory. Amen? You know, a soldier... A soldier is never sent into a battle without first knowing the weapons to use for the battle. Are you hearing me? So we are soldiers of the kingdom of God. We have got to understand that faith is a currency in the kingdom. So if we know the currency in the kingdom and we are soldiers, we got to also understand the Bible says, for we should put on the whole armor of God. Put on the old armor. So it means that we are soldiers. So for us to win the battle of life, we need to understand how to use the weapons. Hallelujah. Because until a Christian or until a soldier understands the weapons of his dominion, he cannot effectively use them because the Christian must know that what to do or when to do or how to do it is necessary for victory. If you don't know when to use a particular weapon, for example, we are on a battlefield and there are people coming against you to attack you, to kill you. And these people are using knives and cutlasses. They are coming against you. And they are more than you. And then you have a machine gun. 
by your side. And you also have a cutlass by your side. Which one are you going to take? The machine gun, because that one you can carry it and you just spray them. But if you take a cutlass, which is also a weapon, you will not be able to finish all of them because those who are coming against you are more. And at that point in time, you need to understand and know the kind of weapon to use. Amen? If you go to Ephesians 6 verse 12, someone go to Ephesians 6 verse 12 and read it for me. Ephesians 6 verse 12. Ephesians. So today, what we are going to study is that after, after now we understand what faith is and everything, we want to know when and how to use the weapons given to us for necessary victory. Amen. So Ephesians 6 12, are you there? If you are there, someone read it. If you are there, Ephesians 6 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Against, against principalities. Against powers. Mm. Against the rulers of darkness of this age. Mm. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Mm. Hallelujah. So 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 now I said we are soldiers. We are in the army of God. The life that we live is not us, but God's. Amen? And now we are in this world, which is a mortal and a carnal world. But the Bible is trying to let us understand that the fight that we fight every day is not a fight of the flesh. The reason why many Christians are unable to use the right weapons against their enemies is because they think this fight is of the flesh. It's not of the flesh. So, you decide that you are not going to relate with somebody because you feel that the person is, doesn't like you or the person is saying things about you that you don't know. So, and so you are fighting the person. No, not physically. Here the Bible is saying, Therefore, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We are flesh and blood. If you say flesh and blood is you and I, we are flesh and blood. So then why is the Bible saying we do not wrestle against flesh and blood? The Bible wants us to understand who our opponents are. The reason why you are not scoring a goal is because you don't know where your opponent's goal is. In a football match, there are two opponents. One scores to the left, one scores to the right. But uh, some of us, we are scoring our own selves. Why? Because we are fighting God. You know why? Because we are dealing with things like it's a flesh thing, it's blood, it's, it's, it's kind of... No! For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Someone opens with 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 to 5. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, the Bible says. So why I'm teaching you this today is that so that you understand that the battle that we find ourselves in, where we find ourselves now, it is not something that is our own strength. If we want to use our own strength, if we want to use our own might, it will fail. We will fail. We cannot do it. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 35. We will fail. We cannot do it. We cannot do it. 
We cannot do it. I'm talking about the weapons of victory. The weapons of victory. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Is somebody there? Second Corinthians 10 verse 3 to 5. Amen. Jack, are you there already? Yeah. Yeah, read it for me, please. I have the French Bible. Yes. It's an international church. Hallelujah. Amen. En effet, si c'est bien dans la chair que nous vivons, ce n'est pas selon la chair que nous combattons. Mm. Car les armes avec lesquelles nous combattons ne sont pas celles de la chair. Mm. Cependant, elles sont le pouvoir mm. du fait de Dieu mm. de démolir des forteresses. Ah, yeah. Nous démolissons les raisonnements et toute hauteur qui mm. s'élève contre la connaissance mm -hmm. de Dieu. Et nous nous emparons de toute pensée pour l'amener captive mm. à l'obéissance du Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Are you hearing me, somebody? For, so, so the reason why I'm showing you these scriptures is because after this, I'm going to show you the weapons of victory. So for you to know that our warfare is not of the flesh. So whatever you are dealing with in your life, don't look at it physically. If you look at it physically, you fail. Are you hearing me? If you look at it physically, you're going to fail. It says that for do we walk in the flesh. Why is the Bible saying that? Because now we are in the flesh. I can see you, you can see me, you touch, we can talk, we can talk. So we are walking in the flesh. But it says that we do not walk according to the flesh. The reason why there have been a lot of delays in our progress, in our lives, breakthroughs not coming, is because we are doing things according to the flesh. The enemy that is fighting you is not a flesh person. The enemy that is fighting your business, the enemy that is fighting your marriage, the enemy that is fighting your children is not something that is of the flesh. So if you are going to fight that enemy, saying that person is your mother-in-law, saying that person is your friend, your brother, that is fighting your job, your business, no, we are walking in the flesh, but we are not fighting in the flesh. Because the Bible says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare. Oh, 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 my God, my God. So it means that we have weapons. We have weapons. That's what I'm going to teach you. Is that for the weapons of our warfare. Have you ever taught yourself what are the weapons God has given me? Mm. So now, I'm walking in the flesh. I'm seeing someone who I know the person doesn't like me. The person hates me to the core. But the Bible is telling me that I am not fighting that person. So it means that if I want to fight that person, I'm going to fail. Are you hearing me? But the Bible is saying that, so I'm walking in the flesh. Someone in my school doesn't like me. Someone in my job place doesn't like me. So the fact that the person doesn't like me, that doesn't mean that I have to retaliate also physically. Hear me? So we can be in our workplaces or our jobs, businesses, wherever, and we have people who don't like us or people who are fighting us. That does not mean we should fight them back physically. So we are working in the flesh, but we do not war according to the flesh. And I've already shown you in Ephesians 6 verse 12 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So now we are working in the flesh, but our wrestling is not against the physical. So the weapon 
weapons of our warfare. So it means we are in a battleground. We are having warfare. And for you to be able to win that warfare, you need to use the right weapons. And today, by God's grace, I'm going to teach you how to use what weapon, when, and how. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. For the battles of our warfare. Sorry, for the weapons of our warfare are not canal. But they are mighty through God. They are mighty through God. Pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments. Hey, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Oh, can I break this down before I go on? Oh my God. <laughs> Let me break it down just a little bit. Listen, 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 listen. This, this is awesome. This is awesome. It, it, say, it says that... Our weapons are mighty in God. Mighty in God. So it means that any weapon outside God cannot work. I'm breaking it down. It says uh, the weapons of our warfare, they are mighty in God. Mm. And, 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 And Paul said, for we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, with Christ Jesus in God. Hold that one on your knee. We'll hold it on your knee. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus in God. Hold it there. Now, the Bible is saying that for the weapons of our warfare are not kind of, but they are mighty in God. Mm, 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 mm. We are seated in high places in God and our weapons are also mighty in God. So the only place we can find our weapons is where? In God. Oh, am I teaching some Bible this morning? So, so, so if you are not connected with the Holy Spirit, mm. you cannot find yourself where? In God. Hallelujah. Oh, when God gives grace that I'm teaching about the Holy Spirit, I will open your eyes on a whole lot of things. So now, the Bible is saying, now let me break it out quickly and then move on. That pulling down strongholds. What are strongholds? Strongholds are difficult things in our lives that have stayed there for generations. So in your family, anybody that gets married, they have to get divorced. In your family, women cannot make it in life. In your family, men cannot build houses. In your family, men, those are strongholds. Hallelujah. And it says also that casting down arguments. What are arguments? Arguments are statements, demonic statements that has been made by people that, oh, you, you think you are going to make it, you can't make it. Oh, you, you think that you are going there, you can't do it. Oh, you, you think that this, 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 this that those are cast. And the Bible says that our weapons have the ability to cast down these arguments. Hallelujah. And it says that, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge. What is the knowledge of God? The knowledge of God is the word of God. And everything that have exalted itself concerning the word of God, concerning you. The Bible says, it's done. What? Through the weapons. Hallelujah. Now, now, the conflict is that the, the, the conflict is spiritual and so is our weapons. Amen? The conflict, the war we have is spiritual. So is our weapons. So point number one, weapon number one. Weapons. Somebody say weapon number one. So today we are in military school, hallelujah. <laughs> we are in military school. I'm going to teach you military tactics. Amen. There is no general who has decided to go for war and will not teach 
his people or the army, whether the navy, the military, the air, whatever, tactics and how to use the weapons to win the war. No general, no person. No. So if we are here every day and we are going on a journey and God has given me a direction of where we are going and I'm not going to teach you how to use the weapons God has given us. One day, when the enemy comes and I'm not there, are you going to pick a phone wherever you are and look for me to... No. That means I'm not being a good general to my, my people. Are you hearing me? I have to be able to teach you in such a way that even when I am not there, you can exercise certain things. That's what God wants us to be. Hallelujah. Praise God, Jesus. Every victorious Christian must learn how to use the Bible effectively. So point number one, weapon number one is the word of God. Mm. That's a weapon number one, is the word of God. Every Christian, every believer must learn how to use the Bible effectively. The word of God is alive. The word of God is powerful. Glory to Jesus. It is sharp. It's a sword in Hebrews 4.12. You can read it later in Ephesians 6 verse 17 also. You can write it down. Hebrews 4.12, Ephesians 6 verse 17. The Bible is God's word in your heart and in your mouth. And when you make God's word your companion in your heart and in your mouth, you can have dominion over Satan. Amen. That's your number one weapon. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Can someone open Matthew 4 verse 4? And then someone also open Matthew 4 verse 7? And someone also open Matthew 4 verse 10? This is when the devil came to tempt Jesus Christ. Also, so can you imagine? Even Jesus Christ, our resurrected king and savior, was tempted by the devil. How much more you? How much more you? Even Jesus Christ was tempted. How much more you? How much more you? <laughs> How much more you? Verse 4 says that, but he answered and said, it is written. Somebody say, it is written. It is written. It, is written. it says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When the devil saw that Jesus Christ was hungry, you think the devil doesn't know what you are going through? The devil knows it. He orchestrates it most of the times. So the devil knew. Look at the revelation here. The devil knew that Jesus Christ was hungry. So the devil would tempt you at the point of where you really need things to happen. Are you hearing me? So Jesus ordinarily should have said, let this stone turn into bread. But when he was tempted of the devil, he knew that that temptation was not really physical. It wasn't about the bread. It's about disobedience. Hear me? Hear, catch the revelation. The temptation of the devil to Jesus wasn't about the physical things the devil was talking about. That is why in the beginning I've explained to you that though we are walking in the flesh, we are not warring in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So now Jesus himself 
exhibited the use of one weapon against to resist. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. The only way you can resist the devil is by using the weapons of God. And Jesus used that weapon. He says that it is worth written. That man shall not live by bread alone. He wasn't talking about bread. He was talking that man shall not rely on the carnal things. Man shall not rely on the physical things we see with our eyes. That's why the Bible says that eyes have not seen, neither ears heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what the plans of God are for us, concerning us. So Jesus realized that even though he was hungry at that time, even though I need a car at that time, even though I need my pass at this time, even though I need something, I need a new job, I need something different at this time. It is not more about the flesh. It is not more about the physical things, but it is about spiritual warfare. It is about disobeying God. And Jesus didn't want to disobey God because someone said to Saul, he says that obedience is better than sacrifice. And so he knew that this is the time that he had to go in the word of the Lord and that he knows that the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He knows that when he gets the word of God in himself, his direction, his path is ordered by the Lord. The Bible says for the path of the righteous, they are ordered by God. The only way your path can be ordered by God is when you effectively use the weapon of the word of the Lord. Oh, say amen somebody. Hallelujah. Now, the devil went and came again. He came again. He showed Jesus everything. He said it is written. In chapter uh, uh, Matthew 4 verse 7. He came again the third time. He showed him everything. He says worship him and all that nonsense. And Jesus said again that it is written. It is written. The word of God is a mighty weapon. It is a sword. Hallelujah. In Revelations 19 verse 15. In Revelations 19 verse 15. It says, now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. Out of his mouth. So let me give you the revelation here. Revelations 19 verse 15. Open it, open it, open it. Revelations 19 verse 15. Open it and see what is there. Open it and see what is there. Glory to Jesus. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is awesome. That, see, the Bible says, for death and life lies in the power of the tongue. And I'm going to show you why the Bible is saying that death and life lies in the power of the tongue. You know, to, to, to give life to something or to give death to something, you need some power to make that happen. And for you to get power, you need weapons. Uh, you hear what I'm talking about? The reason why America is a superpower is because America has a lot of weapons. You hear what I'm talking about? The reason why China is now also becoming superpower because now they also have weapons. They have nuclear power. So the power you have, the power you have is as a result of the weapons you have in your, in, 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 in your backyard. Are you hear what I'm talking about? So if you have God's word inside of you, there is power inside of you. If you have God's word inside of you, that is a super weapon inside of you. So Revelation 19 verse 15 says that now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. 
I'm telling you now that if you put God's word first in your life and you put God's word first in your heart and you begin to speak, nothing can withstand it. Because when you open your mouth to speak, it is the sharp sword of God. Are you getting the revelation at all? You find yourself in a difficult situation. That is why we don't, you don't see us holding knives and cutlasses and holding machine guns and things, but we use the mouth. That is why the Bible says death and life lies in the power of the mouth. Why? Because when you have power from God's word and your mouth speak, the sword of the Lord is in your mouth. So whatever devil, whatever Satan, whatever serpent spirit, whatever demonic orchestration that is working against you, against your school, against your marriage, against your job, against your business, you just open your mouth and say, Yatua Igadi Garua Brantana Watea. The devil is a liar. Devil, take your hands off my marriage. Devil, take your hands off my education. Devil, take your hands off my business, my job. Devil, take your hands off my children. Because the sword of the Lord is in your mouth. Glory to Jesus. That is a weapon for victory. When you have this weapon, you will not fail. Amen. When you have this weapon, oh, you have yes. victory. Hallelujah. Because you can speak to a thing. Mm. The Bible says that for we call things that be not as though they were. For we call things that be not as though they were. We call things that be not as though they were. Because even though we walk in the flesh, we do not war in the flesh. So if we walk in the flesh and we want to see certain things in our life in the flesh, we need to bring it from the spirit into the flesh. There is nothing that happens in the flesh that does not already taking place in the spirit. Hear me today. There is nothing that is happening now that has not taken place in the spirit. The Bible says in Genesis, the Bible also says in Hebrews, that it says the lamp of God was slain before the foundations of this world. Yes. What is the Bible talking about? Jesus came afterwards, after a long time. Jesus came after Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, after all Moses, uh, Elijah, after Jeremiah, all these people. But the, these people prophesied about him. He came, he died, he was crucified. But the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 1, that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Are you here? me and the Bible says that the word of God the lamp of God that takes away the sin of this world was crucified before the foundations of this world so it means that spiritually these things were already done so I don't know what you're believing God for if you don't exercise your authority with the weapons God has given us through the word of God to effectively bring to pass the things that be not you will still be in struggle. Mm. You will still be in want. Mm. You will still be in lack. Mm-hmm. But God has already made it available for you. He has already made it available for you. The word of God is spirit. Yes. That is why the things in the word of God, you cannot see it now. Mm. You have to bring it out of the spirit into the flesh. And the only thing that can help you bring things out of the spirit into the flesh is faith. Mm. And so that's why after I've taught you what faith is, I told you faith is a spirit. I told you faith is a lifestyle. Faith is a walk with God. Faith is potent. It's powerful. So when you have faith, when you have that spirit of faith, you have the ability to draw things out of the spirit into the physical. And for you to walk in victory continually, you need to exercise 
your faith through the weapons that God has given us. That is the word of the Lord. Yes. Glory to Jesus. Am I teaching some Bible this morning? Amen. Amen. But you see, the thing, the reason why I teach you all this is because when you read 1 Peter 2 verse 2, 1 Peter 2 verse 2, the Bible says that as new babes desire the pure milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. 1 Peter 2 2. So it means that you don't just automatically become a mature Christian. Are you listening? You don't just automatically exercise your faith. So as we are here right now, I can say on authority that before the month ends, that my God will send people to do things for you that they don't want to do. Why? Because the level of my faith is different. It is growth. You might say the same thing, but you don't see it. Because you need to desire from the beginning the milk of the way. That is why every baby desires milk from the mother's breast. So you need to desire the milk from God's breast. The Bible says that God is a many-breasted God. That is one name in the Bible for God. It says, for he is a many-breasted God. So you need to desire. If not, it's not possible. If not, you cannot access what God has divinely orchestrated for you to enjoy. We find ourselves where we are now because we have been disobedient and we have not been able to draw out of the spirit into the physical. The Bible says, for out of your bellies shall flow streams of living waters. I can't wait to teach you on the Holy Spirit. My God. For out of our bellies. So someone will be there and say, okay, where's the water? Well, the water, the water is not coming from my belly. The word of God is not true. No, no. It's spiritual. So you have so much water. You have so much overflow inside of you. And when you begin to rekindle it by the power of the Holy Spirit, you begin to see the evidence of it in the physical. That is why Hebrews 11 1 says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You can't see it. You can't see it. Oh my God. Ooh, time wouldn't permit me. Let's go to weapon number two. Weapon number two. One of my favorite weapons. And I'm going to give you a revelation here today that will blow you away. Weapon number two is the name of Jesus Christ. Weapon number one is the word of God. The word, the word of God is Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? But there is a place to use the word of God as a weapon and there's a place to use the name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo. This name carries power. My God. Philippians 2 verse 9 and 11. Someone opens to Philippians 2 verse 9 and 11. Philippians 2 verse 9 and 11. Philippians 2, verse 9 to 11. Verse 9 to 11. The name of Jesus Christ. 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 
And, 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 and whilst you are opening, I want to tell you something. You know, one thing that believers need to also understand is that the name Jesus is a name. Mm. Especially when you go to Spain, a lot of people are called Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, yes, everywhere is just a name. So sometimes the enemy is not afraid of you just saying Jesus because he's called Jesus. So, so that's why the devil said to the sons of Sceva that Paul, Jesus Christ, I know. Paul, I know. Who, who are you? One thing I want to tell you today is that anytime you are using the name Jesus, make it conscious to add Christ to it, the anointed one. To distinguish between the Jesuses. Oh yes, his name is Jesus. The devil knows his name is Jesus. But if you have the level of faith to operate with this kind of weapon, you will say Jesus and the devil knows you. Because the devil said, Paul, I know. When the devil does not know you, you need to distinguish the Jesus you are talking about. The people, the sons of Sceva said, uh, we, we cast you out in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. <laughs> they don't even know. So if you don't know who, if you have not had an encounter with Jesus, that's what I'm saying that look, even unbelievers going through an accident on the road will just shout Jesus and they will be saved. Something will happen. Because at that point of them saying Jesus, they are saying it from their core, from the spirit. Even though they are unbelievers. Because that name carries power. But for you to use it as a weapon, you need to know what a weapon is. Because if you don't know the essence of a 9mm gun and I give it to you, you will shoot yourself in the mouth. Are you hearing me? When you give a small baby, two year old or even one year, three years, a knife to play with, before you come, you see blood all over. Why? Because you think that the knife is sweet, it's candy. We put it in his mouth and that is it. So that's just by the way. But Philippians 2, 9 verse 11, are you there? Glory to Jesus. Can someone read in German for me? I've not heard German today. Hallelujah. Philippians Philippians 2, verse 9 to 11. Darum hat ihn Gott auch über alle Maßen erhöht und ihm einen Namen verliehen, der über alle Namen ist, damit in dem Namen Jesus sich alle Knie derer beugen, die im Himmel und auf Erden und unter der Erde sind. Mm. Und alle Zungen bekennen, dass Jesus Christus der Herr ist zur Ehre Gottes des Vaters. I just want to finish with the last one. It says, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ. Listen, listen, I want to show you some revelation. Is it... Uh, I just don't get up and come here. I, 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 I go through the faces with God to, to, to come and pour out everything to you. He didn't say that and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Mm-mm. But that's not to say that the name Jesus does not carry power. I'm showing you military weaponry. How to articulately use word weapon. Are you hearing me? For example, when someone, my wife, my wife, her name is uh, Rosemary Akosua Owusu. That is her name the father gave her. 
I'm just using an example. Or Mama, she's called Gifty Tomati, that's the name. Or Jack. If Mama marries another man, okay, another man marries Mama, Mama no longer is legally called Gifty Tomati. Tomati. She is called Gifty, the same name of the man that marries her. Are you hearing me? So, when I bring a package from the government registered in the name of Gifty, the same name that marries her, Mommy, what's the same name? Let me start using it prophetically. What's the same name of uh, Daddy? Dagadu. Dagadu. So, Gifty Dagadu. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, prophetically, we have established it in the name of Jesus Christ. So, 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 so now, <laughs> so, so now, when the government, when that name Gifty Dagadu is registered legally, and the government is bringing a package in the name of Gifty Dagadu, and she has not changed that name, and she's still using Gifty Thomas, when the package comes, they'll say it's not her. I'm, I'm showing you legalities and technicalities. There's a lawyer here. So, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I understand what I'm talking about. You see, there are certain things that are technical. There are certain things that are technical. That if you miss those technical aspects of it, it's no you. That is why they will take your thumbprints. And everybody's thumbprint is different. So everybody can be called Jesus. But there is an anointed one that the Bible says and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. My God. My God, Shavla. So when you are battling at a point in your life and you don't know where you find yourself because the beatings of life is weighing you down. You say, my God, my God, I come before you in the name of Jesus Christ. The one who you said in your word we should confess. That is the name. That is the name. That is the name. That is the name. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So there are a lot of Christians out there who are just saying Jesus, Jesus, and they don't know who they are saying Jesus. They don't know. They don't know. So that's why people are just blaspheming anyhow. It is the understanding. He says every tongue shall confess the name Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Time wouldn't permit me. Let's go to John 14, verse, 3, uh, verse 13 to 14. We are still talking about the second weapon. That is the name of Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. John, 4, John 14, verse 13 to 14. Can someone read it for me? Anna, I've not heard your voice today. Apart from your lovely singing, let me hear you with this one. I Was ihr mich also in meinem Namen bittet werde, 
My God, my God, my God, my God. My God. The name of Jesus Christ. So it's, 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 even, it's even glorious for us to mention the name Jesus Christ. Because we give glory. That the, fa- the Father is glorifying the Son. And what name? Jesus Christ. As a weapon. It says that the Father will be glorified in the Son. It's not only one scripture. There's, according to theologians, when two scriptures have the same understanding, it's called a higher revelation. That's according to even fleshly theologians. <laughs> so for you to get a rima, you need one scripture and another scripture of the same kind. And I'm showing you now two different scriptures talking about the name Jesus Christ and God the Father being glorified. So why are you telling me that you are miserable? Why are you telling me that you are struggling? Why are you telling me that the enemy is after your life, after your parents' life and your family days and this and that? What are you talking about? There is a name that has been given unto us. That at the mention of that name, every knee bows, every tongue confesses, And that name is all potent and powerful. That Jesus Christ is Lord God Almighty. Woo, glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. To finish this one. We'll look at Mark 16, verse 17 to 18. Mark 16, verse 17 to 18. Time wouldn't permit me because uh, with the ones I have left and I have small time. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So Mark 16, 17 to 18. The Bible says, And these signs will follow those who believe. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name. What name? Jesus Christ. In my name, they will cast out demons. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. In my name, they will take up serpent. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. 
if you are suffering from any deadly disease, if you are suffering from any deadly trauma, any deadly issue, then it means that you have not operated the weapon of the name Jesus Christ. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Maybe you, you try to, to clock the gun. Jesus. You know, Jesus. But when you finish clocking it, crick, 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 that is Jesus Christ. Are you, are you understand what I'm talking about? Because some, some, some of the people, you know, if I, I, I used to own a gun. I, you know, I used to own a gun, so I know I know what I'm talking about. You know, there are some guns that you have to do, crick, crick, you know, the, the 9mm. You do it like that. You understand? And there are some guys, you do it like this, that. So it's three different ways. And, and when you clock in, and you do it, crack, the bullet is behind. It is not in the chamber where when you fire, it goes. So it has to be crack, crack. So when it, crack, when it clicks like that, then it means the bullet is in the chamber. So even when you put the safety on on the gun, and the safety goes off without you clocking the gun again. The bullet that is already in the chamber is still there. So that's why people accidentally shoot without realizing. So when you clock the thing twice, Jesus Christ, the, 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 the weapon is ready. So no devil can venture. No devil can come near your dwelling place and come and play around. You see, we have given the devil too much room. We have given the devil too much room because, you see, I just don't get it sometimes. I don't know. Maybe it's me. But when you are going through a particular thing for a long time, and we say that there is a name that is above all other names. So are you telling me that the name you are mentioning, you really know it? Are you understand what I'm talking about? Because if I know that Angela Merkel is my mother and I am coming and you are telling me not to come, I know who my mother is. I might slap you and come too. Because at the end of the day, when you come, my, my mother, Angela Merkel, who is a chancellor in Germany, will say, how dare you? Or if my father is Donald Trump, <laughs> then, then, then it means that I can do anything. I want to do, you understand? But when I think... Or I feel like my mother might be Angela Merkel. And I go somewhere and they say, you sit there, it's not your time yet. Whilst my mother is the chancellor of Germany. How dare you talk to me like that? But I will not say anything because I don't know if she's really my mother or not. That, 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 that's, that's, that's us as Christians. We don't know if the name of Jesus Christ really works like how the Bible says it works. We don't know. I'm telling you, we don't know. Because if you know, the Bible says in Mark 16, verse 17 to 18, that these signs will follow them that believe. Why did the Bible say them that believe? Because some of us do not believe in the name Jesus Christ. We are Christians, but we do not believe in the potency of that weapon. Oh, time will not permit me. Let's go to the next one. So the next weapon is what I also really love. is a weapon of prayer. It's a weapon of prayer. The greatest source of untapped power and resource is prayer. Amen. There are a lot of untapped oil and coal and other things in the ground, but the greatest resource that has been untapped, that has been unused in mankind's life is prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read just one scripture here and we jump because time is up. Ephesians 3 verse 14 to 15. 
Ephesians 3 verse 14 to 15. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when you have time, you go home, uh, you can read Acts chapter number 4 verse 31. Amen. Amen. So Ephesians 4, uh, sorry, Ephesians 3 verse 14, the Bible says that for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you seeing what I'm showing you in the Bible? So, are you... Uh, so, you see, we pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of... We all pray like that in the name of Jesus, you know, but the Bible here is showing us that the name that is for the weapon is Jesus Christ. Amen. Ephesians 3 verse 14. Say, for this cause I bow my knees. Mm. Say, I bow my knees. I bow my knees. A lot of us, we don't bow our knees. Because it's a weapon. That's prayer. It's a weapon. That's prayer. Unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. Mm. <laughs> it isn't the whole family in heaven, no. The whole family and on earth. The Bible says, in him all things consist, Colossians. Mm. That in him we live, mm. in him we move, mm. and in him we have our being. Mm. In him all things consist. The power of prayer. If you don't know how to pray, then you don't know the power of God. Mm. Prayer is the most talked about, discussed, and the least used power available to mankind. Is is the least. Is the least. But the greatest source of untapped power and resource is prayer. All that prayer can do has never yet been defined. Prayer is potent. If you don't know, if you don't pray, then you don't know God's power. And if you don't have God's power, then it means you don't have any weapon at your hand. You don't have any weapon. <clears throat> Hallelujah. In conclusion, the last weapon because of time is action. Somebody say action. Action. Action is a weapon. Because a number of us, we have the word of God. We have the name of Jesus Christ. We have prayer, but we don't do anything. Paul said, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. For we live by faith, not by sight. Faith without works is dead. As I bring a conclusion to the series of faith, I want you to know that faith is a spirit. Faith is a lifestyle. Faith is a continuous walk with God. Faith is what positions you to bring forth the things that be not in the spirit into the physical. Faith is what activates your whole being to access the weaponry for warfare in life. Faith, 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 faith. Jesus said in John 14 verse 12, 
that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he do also. John 14, 12. So for you to be able to do the works of Jesus Christ, you need to believe. You need to have faith. You need to have faith. Paul reminded the Corinthians Christians that there is work to do for the kingdom of God. They laborers together with God for we must have faith for the work to be done. There is a great journey ahead of us. And if we are going to go on that journey, we need faith. For when we are able to unleash our faith, we access strength of the Holy Spirit. When we are able to unleash our faith, we access the weaponry of the heavenlies. And no devil can stand us. We we will drink poisonous things and it shall not hurt us. The devil will throw the arrows against us and it shall not stand. The Bible says, for we should put on the whole armor of God so that we'll be able to stand against the fairy darts of the devil. My prayer for you this Sunday is as we conclude on this series of faith, that you get to know God on a different level. And Paul says that I may know him and the power that I may know him. My prayer is that you know God. 